Hey guys, and welcome to where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are so happy you are here and to connect with you and help you on your journey to getting into PA school, getting through PA school, and having an epic career as a PA. Before we get started on today's episode, we want to drop in and help you with something that you are likely really struggling with getting shadowing hours. We hear all the time how difficult it is to get PA shadowing hours for program prereqs and to make your PA school applications stand out. So we want you to know about our Pacers monthly membership. We have put together not only coaching intensive with us to make a specific part of your app more competitive, but weekly virtual PA shadowing hours with incredible PAs that you can put on your CASPA app so that you are a stronger candidate. We also have guest speakers, important topics to review as a pre-PA like medical terminology and anatomy physiology so that you are ready to rock out your first semester, coaching sessions and templates, and of course, shadowing hours. So get in and start making your applications stronger today. You can find the link in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. We're super excited to get to know you. To get started, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, like your pre-PA path, where you went to school, and what you've been doing since. Yeah, thanks for having me. I am from Nacogdoches, Texas, so a small town in East Texas. I went to A&M, Texas A&M, for undergrad. I actually got my undergrad in teaching, but decided to do the PA route essentially like halfway through and kind of did both to be able to get to where I am. And then I graduated PA school from University of Texas Medical Branch in 2015. So I've been in PA for about seven years now. Very cool. And what specialties have you worked in? I have had the same job since I graduated. Which is (laughs) so so unusual. Yeah. So I've been in general surgery since 2015. Now, were you always interested in surgery? No. Um, So when we, for PA school, we go on different rotations each month. And so I really enjoyed my family practice rotations. And then I had orthopedic and general surgery at Texas Children's in Houston, which is a very big hospital. And so I just thoroughly enjoyed those rotations. So when I applied to jobs, I just applied everywhere. And I've tried family medicine. I tried even orthopedic surgery and general surgery. And then this job popped up pretty quickly after I applied and I just hit the ground running essentially. That's amazing. What is a typical day like for you? It honestly changes every single day. which is what I enjoy about surgery. It's, it's unpredictable, but it's also, there's a slight schedule to things. So there's times where um, there's always clinic times and always surgery times, and so we work around that. My doctor doesn't typically use me in clinic, whereas I know a lot of other doctors will utilize their PAs. So we just worked, we just found that it works better if he's in clinic, I can go do rounds and get a lot of the hospital work done so that when we do have scheduled cases or if we have add-ons from being on the call, then that can be done once we finish the clinic and all the work is done. He doesn't have a ton of extra work to do. So some days I can be done super early. It's like 12 o'clock because we don't have much going on. Other days, especially if we're on call, it can be like a 12 to 14 hour day. So it kind of balances out. Some days I get out early, some days a little bit longer. And I'm able to usually know what days are going to be long just based on the call schedule and kind of I can look at the schedule the next the night before just to get a better idea of what the next day will hold. Sure yeah it sounds like your days are pretty exciting and keeps uh, things interesting for sure. Oh yeah it changes literally every day I can we can have a schedule that comes out and then 
I will show up for surgery and then turns out surgery canceled, just kidding. And I have to be very proactive about making sure I check the schedule before I eat somewhere. <laughs> what are some typical surgeries that you perform? So with general surgery, it's primarily it's a lot of GI stuff. So we do appendectomies, uh, gallbladders, colostectomies. We do any kind of hernia surgeries, anything dealing with bowels, so small bowel obstructions, colon cancer will remove part of your colon. We do a lot of like the lumps and bumps stuff, abscesses, pretty much covers it. It's a long list, but also it's a limited list so that we, I mean, we truly are specialized in that area. Sure. So for our listeners who are primarily pre-PAs and PA students, what is your role in the OR? So I, as a PA, you're, you're primarily first assisting. So you are the doctor's right hand. So anything that they need to do to be able to see and do the best job, that's what you're doing to be able to, to make that happen. So if it's a laparoscopic place, I am the one driving the camera. Occasionally I'll hold utensils or kind of use the instruments to grab something. And if it's an open case, I literally have my hands with protractors pulling everything back, moving my hands. Because I've been working with the same doctor for seven years, we have, he's taught me so much that now I can, he trusts me with a lot more. So like there's times where if someone has a lipoma in the OR, if there's multiple in the body, he does one side, I do the other. And so it just, it took some time to get there, but that's primarily the role is just to be able to make sure that your doctor is doing the best job that he can and moving everything around that you can do that. And then also... I like to, when people ask, I like to say, my doctor open, I close. And so I'm usually the one always closing skin. After six years of always me closing the skin, I like to joke with my doctor that I do a better job than him, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. And I bet that relationship, you know, building it over so long, it's also great in the OR setting because you can anticipate each other's moves, which makes oh, yeah. a, a surgery run way more smoothly. How long did it take for you to get comfortable in your position? It took a few months. <laughs> we actually have a student that's rotating with us right now, and she was getting frustrated because she couldn't hand tie, and I was like, if it makes you feel any better, the first three months I came home and cried because I just felt so overwhelmed. I felt like I couldn't actually do a good job, and I just felt the pressure. And so it took a few months, and then once you got the sewing down, once you got um, comfortable doing consults, doing rounds that was also another really big challenge for me because my doctor was just like all right go do this and I'm like ah it's gonna take me forever I need to hurry up he's waiting on me and so it just it takes practice honestly and that you just have to be patient with yourself and give yourself grace in that that it's gonna take time and that's okay what tips do you have for listeners out there who think that they would like to go into surgical specialty do it I love it Make sure that you're not queasy to blood. That's going to be the biggest thing. And surgery can be harder with those with families and kids just because depending on where you are, where I am, when my doctor's on call, I'm on call. And so I can be working at 3 o'clock in the morning or I cannot come home till 10 o'clock. And that works for me right now. And so understanding that that is possibility and you also have to be flexible because your schedule will change at the fly. And... But it's so much fun. For me, I love it just because it helps time pass by. You're truly able to see the work that you're doing and not just 
prescribing medicine to fix something, you're, you have your hands in fixing things. So, I mean, tips is just try to get experience. See if you can shadow, see if you can get a rotation in surgery and make sure that that's something that you enjoy before jumping in because it can be a little bit of a commitment. Yeah, I love that. And I love what you said about how you're like in there, you're treating and you see it like almost immediately, like it's a definitive type treatment as opposed to like prescribing medications and then, you know, the chronic disease type stuff. So what are some pros and cons to your specialty? Yeah, I mean, pros would just be, you, you truly do become specialized in your field. I really enjoy my family practice rotations, but there's just so much. Like, you have to know a lot about a lot. And so with general surgery, I really enjoy it just because it is a smaller list of things to become specialized in, but you become really good at those things. And surgery always helps time go by faster. It just makes me feel good. It makes me feel the fact that I'm standing and walking around the hospitals makes me not feel lazy. I'm <laughs> just not sitting in an office all day. And honestly, like all the surgeons that I work with are incredible. They love teaching, and so we, when we have students come through and rotate with us, they, they all take part in helping teach. And con is probably still just a schedule. Like, it's not ideal sometimes, but I enjoy it so much that the schedule is not a deal breaker for me. Very cool. And on that note, you work for a super cool organization. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I work for Universal Surgical Associates, and we're essentially – a billing company that hires PAs as well as licensed surgical assistants or LFAs. And our doctors get to utilize us without ever having to pay for us. So the cool thing is that we aren't employed by the doctors, we're employed by this company. And so we do bill separately from our doctors. We bill for our surgeries, we bill for the surgery notes that we do. And it just kind of, they take care of the billing. They, I don't even have to look at it. It's great because they just tell me what I need to do and I do it. And so I just get to go and work. I get to go enjoy my, my job and not have to worry about the finance aspect of billing. And a lot of offices do offer that as well. But it's, it's cool that my doctor doesn't really technically have to pay for me. He just gets to utilize me. And so it's cool that that isn't even an option for him. Yeah. And man, I totally echo what you're saying about the whole billing part. So I've been an emergency medicine PA for 10 years. And that was like one of the best things is you don't have to worry about like the billing and the coding and all of that type stuff. You can strictly like focus on your patients and making sure that you're not missing anything and making sure that they're leaving happy and healthy or being admitted and taken care of. So yeah, totally echo that. So last question. And we ask everybody this question, who is Jennifer when the white coat comes off? I just celebrated my first year of marriage, and so we actually just got back from our anniversary trip. We went out to California. I love hiking. I love the outdoors. Texas does not offer that very much, so I tried to travel as much as possible. And the cool thing is my doctor and I share that, that hobby, and so both of us get to talk about different travels and talk about different things, and he encourages me to travel. So really, that's it. I just I kind of live a quiet life. I just enjoy traveling and spending time with friends and family. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for your time, for coming on our podcast. It was such a pleasure to meet you and get to know you. And I know our listeners are really going to enjoy this. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was so fun. 
Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are so excited for your future as a PA. If you are serious about getting accepted to PA school, then check out our private coaching package, which includes everything you need to be the most competitive, strongest applicant. Our private coaching clients have incredible success, land multiple interviews and acceptances, so definitely check this out. It includes personal statement editing, CASPA app editing, CASPA experience details, templates, mock interview, private Zoom sessions with us, virtual PA shadowing hours, basically everything you need for your PA school application. Your future is too important to cut corners, so if you are ready to go all in on your dream of becoming a PA, sign up in the show notes. Your future PA self will thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off, and we can't wait to see what your future holds. We'll catch you at the next episode.